0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Keel Podcast. I am your host, as always, Alex Keele. Alongside me, the insider to the insiders, Tyler Keel. Hello. Tyler, we have a great episode lined up for today. We have a special guest
1: from yep, the our, east side of the state. Yes, the from Podcast Detroit Network. We're going to have our good friend Thomas Biondo join our show um, Basically going to be going over the Eastern Conference. Mu- and- no, pretty much just wrapping up silly season, wrapping up all the free agency, all the crazy stuff that's going on. And I know he's waiting on the phone because he just called us, so uh, we should probably bring him on. Let's get in. Into- well, we're back with our guest here today, our second guest here on the Cuel podcast. So, I'd say a longtime friend. I've known him for years. He is part of Podcast Detroit's In the Box podcast out east. With Walt Barnes, longtime Davenport hockey broadcaster. Let's give it up for Thomas Biondo. Hey! Well, that's a,
2: that's a very, very generous welcome. Thank you. I appreciate that very much.
1: Oh, you're welcome, Thomas. Only for you.
2: Ah, oh, well, thank you. I, I, I'm touched. I really am.
1: So, Thomas, you're out east there. So, we got to, I mean, obviously, a lot of it's kind of dwindled down free agency and kind of everything that's going on. What do you think is what has been like the biggest surprise for you thus far in in the last few weeks?
2: I, honestly, the biggest surprise for me is what hasn't happened, and it's that Eric Carlson hasn't been dealt yet. I I thought that this was a slam dunk draft thing um, that he would be gone, and, and I don't know where necessarily. I know Vegas was the the in the lead for a while, but I mean, the longer this goes, the more difficult it gets to pull off and you know I don't think that Ottawa is doing themselves any any favors by because it's there's going to be multiple parts to this deal and once you get into the regular season it's just so difficult to f- make those parts work that they are better served by getting that um, deal done as quickly as possible either that or he's you know they're going to have to get a lot less during the regular season if they do it at the deadline, or run the risk of him just walking away without getting anything back. So, I think the fact that Eric Carlson, as of today, is still an Ottawa senator is is kind of the biggest surprise that I've seen so far.
1: Well, the funniest thing was like when Hoffman, the, when the whole Hoffman thing went down, when uh, the social media stuff came out and all that, and the harassment lawsuits, whatever. It was like, okay, who's going to get traded first? And Hoffman got traded, so it was like, okay. Does Carlson still want to be there, or is it still going to happen? We still got the vibe that Carlson was going to get traded. He, he turned down $80 million to stay there. And the word is, was going through that it was going to be Tampa. And now with Kucherov re-signed, which we'll get to here in a minute, it looks like it's not going to happen, but there's still whispers that it still could be Tampa. And I know the Rangers were involved, and it was going to be a three-team you know, kerfuffle, like with what Ottawa did with Kyle Turris and Matt Duchesne and all that. Yeah. It's It just seems like... I don't understand it. I mean, you're, you're, you're going to get max value for like, cause what, what if the regular season happens and he puts up like four points in 60 games, you're not, you're going to get half the returns you do now.
2: Well, I mean, even, I don't, you know what, honestly, I don't even know if that's true because now granted everybody knows about, you know, the no training camp and the bone, uh, you know, the foot injury that he was dealing with. I mean, he was minus, I think he was minus 27 last year. And I, I mean, he didn't have an Eric Carlson like season. And there's, I mean, it's still a King's Ransom. I mean, it hasn't slowed anybody at all. And I'm not saying it should. It definitely shouldn't slow anybody up. I'd take him in a heartbeat. But I don't even think the situation there is just so bad that I honestly believe that it would, people would just chalk up any bad play or any bad numbers that he had to just this idea that, you know what, it, it, it was just a bad fit, he needed to get out of there, we got him out of there, he's going to be great for us. And and it, it's really tough to argue that.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, especially being on a bad team, that will take a toll on you. But and
2: Actually, his numbers, honestly, I'm looking him up, his numbers weren't even that bad, 62 points. I mean, the goal numbers were down um, a little bit, a little bit from where he, he normally scores with the goals, but the assist numbers were right there and the total points were right there, so... Uh, the minus i know was bad but i you know i just feel like it, anybody no matter what happens to begin the season you, you're going to take eric carlson no matter what
0: right and it seems like in this uh at, or at least at this time tampa d- does seem to be in the running and obviously we talked about briefly with kutrov getting signed to a well he's his cap it's going to be 9.5 million each year and obviously with having to sign players like hedman i think stamkos has a couple more years Vaskalevsky is an, another player that you want to keep tied up for quite a bit. Do you think that if Tampa were to try to run for it, that Carlson would have enough cap space to go there?
2: Well, let's see here. At cap they are they, about three. They got about three point five million dollars worth of room. And and personally, I don't know if it's worth it to trade away the farm for just the one year. I mean, you're putting a lot of eggs in the basket. Assuming that you're going to get back what you need. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to, it's going to be probably a, a player off your roster, a prospect or two, and a pick or two or three. That's very now agreeable. To, 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 to do that for just the one year with no assurance that you're going to get them long term, um, I, I find it, I find that would be, I that would be an interesting move.
1: To me, that would be really tough, uh, a tough trigger to pull. And we, we, oh, go, ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm I was sorry, just going to say, I'm, sorry, I'm just gonna say that I think the way
2: that you give yourself the, even the possibility of a long-term deal, I think you any conversation starts with Tyler Johnson slash Ryan Callahan. I just think you need to clear out that five million dollars that they offer, or that they're gonna, that they could, as of right now, let Ottawa decide if they wanna if they wanna cut them or not, or you know buy them out or not. But I think anything that that they do is gonna just absolutely have to start. With, with Johnson or Callahan you wouldn't think TJ Miller because he just signed the deal so you don't you don't figure you're going to sign him for that deal just for him to walk away and you're going to have money coming off the cap because if you bring in Eric Carlson you're probably you might let Strowman, Coburn, and Girardi all walk and that's over 10 million dollars on this year's cap so I, I think they can do it he, um, Steve Eisner and he can be creative um, he's going to have to you know with Hedman, McDonough, and Carlson, you have a really good one-two-three. Uh, Sergeyev is coming right along. Um, obviously, your fifth and sixth would be interesting, but uh, Nashville made it to the Cup finals with a potentially interesting or, or low-cost fifth and uh, fifth and sixth defenseman.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, is is it worth it? Like you said, giving up the farm for just one guy, and if it doesn't pay off, and do you, do they really need him? It's like, like. I, I, we're going to get into this in a second here with the whole Tavares team, but the Leafs, when they signed Tavares, it wasn't like, did we really need Tavares? It's nice. It's like the cherry on top of a nice ice cream sundae, yep. but we already have the vanilla ice cream, the whipped cream, and the banana split and all that yeah. stuff. I mean, we didn't need him. It's nice. Dude, ta- I mean, in Tampa's decor. they really don't need him. See, I, I don't get, I think
2: what you get from a lot of teams that, that don't win the Stanley Cup is I think you get this automatic, all right, well, this didn't work, let's change it. Two years, three years ago, San Bay goes to the Stanley Cup Finals. Two years ago, they were one point away from the playoffs, and and honestly, they only
1: Leafs missed beat them, By the way, Leafs beat they them, had By the way, almost the most man games missed
2: all time. They just could not keep anybody healthy. And now this year, they get to the what is it, conference finals. Right, they made it to the conference finals. Correct. Okay, yeah. Okay. So they, they make it to the conference finals. I don't think you necessarily need to go change everything. At least that's not my take. I mean, that's not necessarily what I would do. Obviously, I'm not the GM of anything, (laughs) so it, it may be different for them. And obviously, a guy like Carlson, they probably feel could put them over the top. But again, unless I know that I'm getting Eric Carlson for the next seven years, I don't think I do pull the trigger unless, like I said, unless I know I can
1: get him locked up long term. That's a long time, especially on one ankle, two, seven years. I mean, that would be a risky contract. Oh, he's
2: gonna—he's gonna. No matter what, no matter who, uh, he's gonna get seven years and probably nine to ten from somebody. I—I I, I would be shocked if it's anything
0: less. Yeah, and talking, kind of going off of, uh, well, kind of going off shocking. Who do you think? Uh, who do you think's the free agent that in this offseason is a little bit overpaid?
2: You know, I, I, Walt, who as you mentioned, does the podcast. I, I do the podcast, but it's funny. He's got a great, um, saying, it, and it really is true. When you look at July 1st, you're either overpaying or overturning, <laughs> you're giving somebody two more years than they need, or you're giving somebody, um, uh, you know, you're giving somebody, uh, two more years or two extra million dollars more than they probably really deserve. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know the, they, they aren't the big-name players, but I kind of have this whole idea of what really is Vancouver doing um, with the, what, they gave $8 million combined to Antoine Roussel and, and Jay Beagle?
1: Alex's favorite player, Jay Beagle.
2: I, I mean, they're fine players, and you, you can't win cups without players like that, but $8 million for four years? Or, you know, $8 million for the both of them, for eight, I, I don't know. It seemed, that seemed a little bit like overkill. Um, I'm not at all surprised by what Tavares got. I think that that's that's spot on. Um, of course, because you know, I should have been thinking of this and, and trying to think of some of this, the deals that were signed. I, I don't really remember, think, you know, hearing some things. You know, the extensions. You know, Couture is he going to be worth eight million in eight years? Probably not. But that's just what you got to do to to keep your guys together. And I and I get that. So, uh, you know, maybe on the extension, Dowdy also, the, the Kings just made themselves real old and they're going to be real old real soon um, by, by locking Gowdy up that long. And they're going to put themselves in a, in a bad way. But again, I just don't know if any of those deals were what well, you'd say were actually bad deals. Uh, it's just like you said, it, you, you know, kind of cost of doing business on July 1st.
0: Right well I mean in the case of Jay Beagle it happened a little bit after July 1st and I I mean personally I, I mean I've talked to a couple people and it's it for me it seems like uh I don't I don't want to say uh I don't say this in a derogatory way but mid mid uh mid class players are getting just a paid a little bit too much and obviously with the the uh cap is obviously going up a little bit but obviously when I look at a team like Vancouver I think you're probably getting a couple guys just to maybe hold down the fort while you're trying to rebuild. But at what cost? Obviously, Jay Beagle—he's not going to be the franchise. Obviously, at his age with with uh, his stats.
1: And Leo Komarov got four million going to the Islanders. I mean, it's—but that's the way the league works. Like you said, that's how free agency is. Guys get paid too much for too long and ends up costing. Them. Like Dowdy will be a great—I def- know you mentioned Dowdy. Dowdy will be a great defenseman for four or five more years. But look yeah. at look at Duncan Keith right now. That sure. con- that contract, which is still off the board on cap friendly, by the way, is yeah. g- it's gonna absolutely cost the Hawks, and you can't play with three players on a team anymore. I mean, you no, need a full it, roster.
2: No, you're exactly right, and and you know that's that's I mean, that's really really just it. You know, it's yes, you do need and you know the because really the Red Wings are kind of doing that, just keeping some bets, and I think that's really what the the Green and Vanek signing signaled for them. It's just, you know, keeping some guys available, older guys that, you know, for this season will do what they need to do while, you know, the Rasmussens of the world and the Zadinas of the world kind of get up to snuff and get that first year or get that year under their belt. But for the most part, I mean, four years, I mean, that's, yeah, the cap's going to go up every year. So, I mean, it's going to feel worse, uh, it's going to feel less worse each year as it goes up, but it's... I don't know. I like those deals, the two-year deals, but four years you kind of overturned and overpaid. And and again, I I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm not the the Vancouver Connect expert of the world. So I mean, maybe they feel like they have four forwards that are ready to make an impact next year and the year after. And and now they've got their bottom six in good position and 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 they like their forwards. But just on the initial front of it, it just seems like a bit much.
0: And you did mention that you you are not the. Uh the expert when it comes to the Vancouver Canucks, but you could say that you're a little bit more experienced when it comes to, uh, the Detroit Red Wings. So talking about the Red Wings, how do you think, uh, Ken Holland did this free agency as a wings fan, obviously bringing back, uh, Thomas Vanek, uh, Mike Green's another player. And, Anas- uh, Anastasia, Daziu,
1: an- you. Yeah. They, uh, that's he got yeah, an extension. Yeah, Anastasia. Anastasia. Yep. Anastasia. Yeah. Anastasia. Yeah. Call him that. No, that's actually probably the best thing. Um, <laughs> everyone's called him double A in camp. Cause it's a lot easier. Yeah, exactly,
2: exactly. Honestly, I like it, and I like, it. and I'll tell you why I like all, everything that he did. And if there's gonna, there could be some cap issues even this year. Um, you know, there's some various things flying around, but I like it because everything's a year or two. You know, he's got he gets Vanek for a year, Green and you for two, and I think that that's what really kind of jumps off the page at me is that you know we do kind of believe in the trade at least up front. We've got some guys waiting. And, and really defensively, we, we've got some players that we think are, are, are probably going to come up and, and be, I don't know if they're going to be, you know, 25-minute all-star defensemen a night guys, but guys that are going to be good right. and that are knocking at the door. And, you know, they're going to have so much money coming off the books soon. The, the the Cromwell deal ends at the end of this year. Erickson ends at the end of next year. I, I don't mind it. Daily too, There's daily. Money. Yep, Trevor Daly, Which he, yeah, it wouldn't shock me if he doesn't even make it through the season because I think he could be a good chip at the at the deadline. Um, so I'm I'm okay with everything. I mean, I'm not gonna you know shout off, go out to the to the rooftops and say the greatest free agent period that we've ever had. Um, I think the the really outstanding draft plus the I see where you're doing free agency period, if you will, um, is is perfectly fine with me. The only other thing I'll add is. You know, there's there's stuff floating around too that Henrik Zetterberg may not play again, um, and that will really, really then makes the Vanek signing important. Um, talk is that his back may be so bad that he may not be able to get play uh, again this year, and then he only had planned on playing one more year. So it, it, we may have seen the last Henrik Zetterberg. I, it was kind of a throwaway mention in an article, but nobody's really refuted it, and it hasn't really come out of Wings Camp anything different. So if if Zetterberg ends up having to retire earlier than expected since he signed his contract before his 35th birthday. The Wings will get all that money back on their cap, and then they're going to actually be in really good shape,
1: just be without their captain. Right, exactly. And uh, I, I, you talked about uh, such a good draft. Let's be honest. Philip Zadina should not have made it all the way to Detroit. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And normally,
2: you know, you don't I, – I don't want to say you don't take wingers that high. Cause that's not true. It's the big thing you need is you need centered up and defense depth And, and there's really no Ill, Ill, better illustration than John Tavares and Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. Cause they've made a lot of guys, a lot of money that probably shouldn't have gotten the money. <laughs> I mean, Anders Lee is a 35 goal scorer. Does that shock anybody else? I mean, is and does that floor anybody? And and is that done partly because he, you know, John Tavares is even if he's not as center, riceman, is still just on a line or on a team with him and draws the number one defense pair, so that allows him to to be better. It's a, it's just one of those situations to me, and I and I think that that can knowing that the Wings need a number one defenseman, that that's probably the one thing the most obvious thing that they don't have in the system but still saying no no no. This is a guy that wasn't supposed to get this deep. He is still available at 6. Let it. Forget the defensemen that are on the board. We're going to we're going to take this guy and I think that, that that can get lost and seem like a very easy thing but that's a, it, it could also have been a very difficult thing to do.
1: Well, I mean, we saw we've seen his development camp f- footage or whatever and he's just he just looks unreal. I yeah. I go, I take it back to the old Jim Devolano story when he first drafted Steve Eisman, like they were ready to just send him back to Peterborough for another year of junior hockey. And he yep. said within five minutes of training camp, he was the best player they had. I don't see why Philip Zedina is not an NHL next year.
2: It, it would be for nothing other than, I, I think, honestly, I'm not going to, I think it's other, I mean, even the cap thing doesn't even really hold water because honestly he's cheap. So if they get into a, cap, just a cap crunch or a numbers game, the other thing is, is that, you know, it's, Dylan Larkin was the first since, since Sillinger. And I'm sure a lot of people have heard that, that to, to play as a, as a teenager with Detroit, the, the, the angst that people get with Ken Holland here, cause there's a lot of Ken Holland angst in, in this area. And, and I think what a, a lot of that comes from the fact that they don't just throw youngsters into the fire. Um, it really is rare, you know, Dylan Larkin, Mike Sillinger and Steve Eiderman. Like I believe those are the last three teenagers to, to start a season with Detroit. So it's, they just don't do it, and that's not a reason not to do it. But they, he's also said, "Listen, if if we if he's if he earns the time, he's getting the spot, and I don't doubt that for a minute. I don't doubt that he's going to take the most talented guys. And if he's ready to go and proves that he's ready to go, then Zadino will make this team.
1: And if he proves he's not Sillinger, he'll easily make the team It'd be great forever. Because we all know Sillinger worked out." Yeah,
2: exactly right, exactly but. right. And and you know, it, even to Larkin to an extent where not where he Larkin hasn't worked out, but he came out firing and then he really took I don't want to say he took a year and a half off, but boy, he really struggled to the next for the second half of his rookie season and all of his second season before rebounding having a really really nice third season for a team that was, you know, one of the bottom teams in the league. So, you know, there there is some there is some some logic to not necessarily throwing somebody into the fire right away. But I, I really believe that if he's, if he's good enough, he'll, he'll start up.
1: Speaking of teams that don't throw t- players into the fire, but that started on fires, Vegas, the, what in the hell just happened story of the year. Yeah. They, absolutely. S- they still seem like this, like despite losing James Neal and Dave Perron, they still look like a team. I mean, the defensively, we don't know, but we didn't know last year defensively either. Like, with the signing of Paul Stasny and he looks like if he if he plays like he did with at the end with Winnipeg, he'll be something. Yep. Vegas ain't letting up. They aren't they aren't doing this three year, five year building. They seem like they're they're gonna try to keep going and keep the success rolling. Let it ride.
2: Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And they are letting it ride. And it's it's, it's fitting for a team in Vegas letting it ride, as a matter of fact. But it's it did come out of nowhere. I, I think where they really Kind of the, the things that worked for them was I think the system, Gerald, uh, Gerard Gallant's system of kind of that pressure, constant pressure of the puck. With you don't necessarily need the greatest players, you don't necessarily need your Crosby and your Mulkin on your team when you just have such a everybody buying in to your system. I think that that was really a huge, huge factor. Um, the, in the playoffs, I, I, I mean, they got good, solid goal think throughout the, the whole year. But, you know, Malkin and Crosby in the pens only really have this. And I say only have the three cups because Fleury was for four out of six years in the playoffs. He was he was bad. I mean, not even average. He was straight up bad. Save percentage is like around 850. Not good. Yeah. Like- and he played with a goal. He, he, he didn't play like that. He was back to 0809. Um, Mark Andre Fleury, and that's that's huge. When you got a goaltender that's not going to get anything
0: in, I mean, he gave up three three goals in the first round series. I mean, that's just remarkable.
1: Yeah, like we so, said, we said like if Jonathan Quick had played just a hair better, Vegas wouldn't would have been like Vegas or LA would have swept him, or it would maybe yeah, been a I close mean, series.
2: See, that's the thing. I don't even know if you can blame Jonathan Quick because they only scored seven goals. Vegas only got seven goals in the first force in the in that first round series. Everything was two to one. I think it was two to one, one to nothing, one to nothing, and, and two to one again. I mean, Quick did all that he could. They just needed they needed more help scoring. They needed somebody to put the puck in the net for him, and it just didn't really happen for him.
1: Well, it didn't help that their MVP Kopitar wasn't silent. But um, yeah, yeah, it's they're a funny team. But Alex has something. We've had, we kind of had this running gag, sure, on the show. It's what is it called, Alex? It is called
0: the Crusade of the Carolinas, as I am the hero of the Hurricanes. Um, My question for you as a person who pays attention probably to the East more than the West, because there is an Eastern
1: bias in the NHL. And for some reason, he's a huge Tommy Dundon fan. I'm
2: not even going to argue the East bias thing. (laughs) but
1: But, uh, That's true. That's very true. It is very true. So
0: with with Carolina obviously getting... uh, with the Dougie Hamilton trade, signing Calvin DeHaan and obviously getting Merazic for a little bit. Do you think that they're ready currently to actually compete in the Metro division instead of actually just existing?
2: I think that they are, they are in the wrong division.
0: The monsters of the Metro. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair.
2: I, I, the, I think that they could, if they were in any of the other divisions, I think their numbers would look spectacular. I think that they probably have, you know, every year would have probably 10 to 10 more points than what they actually do have. And I think that's the problem is just that that is such a log of division of, of talent, talented teams, um, that it, it puts them a little bit behind the eight ball. Now, if there was going to be a year, I think this would be the year for them because uh, the Rangers have taken a step back. I think that they're kind of in rebuild mode. um, You you just don't expect the Islanders to make a step forward now that they don't have Tavares. Is Jersey really that good, or do they just surprise people?
1: Keith Kincaid played the best season of his career, probably, so that's doubtful to happen again. Exactly right. Exactly right. And Columbus, I I
2: very much almost put in the same category as Carolina, where they have a really great defense, and they have a really good top line, and they have a really good netminder. But they're just kind of they, and they held first for a while in that division, um, and then they, I think, you know, they ended up being in the in the middle matchup, you know, it, it, there's, there's the three seed in that division? But it's just, I think the, I like what the Flyers did. I didn't talk about an overpayment. There's one now that we were talking about, maybe an overpayment for Van Reemsdijk. But the Flyers, I think, got better. The Penguins are still going to be really good. I think the Caps should be just as good. If if they do. Do anything in that division. It's it's probably going to end up being a wild card. I don't see them cracking the top three.
1: Well, it was. So but I don't. I'm also not going
2: to put a wild card out of um, out of out of reach for them. It's very possible that they could get get a wild card.
1: Well, it's the weirdest thing because like you saw most of the Saints for the entire year up until like Florida got this late hurrah run towards the end, yep. almost to make the playoffs. It was Tampa, Boston, Toronto, the entire yep. Metro Division, and then the Atlantic. Yeah. And I just, and I don't personally, I don't see that, that happening again this year. Cause you just got to think Florida is going to be a little bit better. Um, I would
2: think I would expect Florida to be better. Absolutely. M- I,
1: I don't know if Montreal and Ottawa, Detroit, I would
2: assume I, that they will not be. Um, I don't think Detroit's ready yet. But, so I think Florida will definitely be in the mix. And I mean, Carolina, it you know it, what? Florida ended up one point out and Carolina ended up roughly, uh, they were, they were quite a ways back, but I, uh, I think that Carolina will kind of bridge the gap between the has and the has nots. So, and I think if things work out, they I, I like their roster. It's just they just are, are stuck behind some teams that might have a more complete roster.
1: Yeah, of course then again you have a random billionaire running the team. I mean I I mean, I'm skeptical about it and Apparently Alex is all for it. I don't know why.
0: You just have to trust the business
1: the businessman. You have to trust the businessman. The businessman. The businessman. But uh, say, okay, so going with the metro, with the Capitals, they with Capitals really didn't lose anybody per se. I mean, they got Smith at a million dollars because he wants to win again. They yep. re-signed Michael Kempney. It, is this team for some reason like Pittsburgh, that team looked like it was gonna be able it looked straight up like they were gonna be able to repeat. I don't see the same with Washington, but if Ovechkin can get all the alcohol out of his system by, you know, by the start of the season, <laughs> which is questionable, which is questionable the way he's partying, but do this, does this team have a chance to actually make a legitimate opportunity to, to repeat?
2: I, I wouldn't bet on it. My, my gut tells me that, that there's probably a, a good number of teams I take um, over them. If I, if I had to select teams in order of who I thought, as of today, w- was going to be Stanley Cup champions at the end of the year. But having said that, I don't mind I- – I really don't mind a championship team kind of keep bringing the band back together. It- it's like you said. You know what? They got Carlson back under contract. They got a good deal for Kempney. Um, they created space by getting – with the brooks pick trade. They um, they don't have our backing things up anymore, so that's kind of a, a tough place to be. Um, they said that, you know, just in because Braden Holpe kind of has a, a breakdown, where are isn't good for five months again. But I don't have a problem with the team saying, you know what? Yeah, no, no, no. We we just want a Stanley Cup. We're not going to make a whole lot of changes. We're, we're, we're an OK team and we want to go again with this team. And and really, I, I the biggest loss might be Barry Trotz. I think that that's going to hurt him. Um, we'll see how a Todd Hurden does. But I, I think the loss of Barry Trotz is bad night. The other thing is, though, you know, there's there's certain things you just got to check off. And it's, they have two good center icemen, like grade A, top-notch center icemen. They have, Carlson is a number one and a 1A with Niskanen, because there are many games where Niskanen actually out-minuted, making up a word there.
1: Oh, minute, out, minute, 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 minute. Minute, yeah. minute, 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 Had more minutes
2: played, which would be the definition of it had more minutes played than Carlson. So, I, you know, don't sleep on Matt Niskanen. And then if Holtby pulls it together, they have the components I think you need. But I just I just don't... Repeating is just so tough to do, and I, I just wouldn't bet on it. But right. again, I do like what they did in the offseason.
0: Right, and I do agree with you on the, the personnel-wise. I think it was good for them to keep the band back in... Uh, or keep the band together, as you said. But do you think, because it was confirmed that... In the celebration of the Washington Capitals, I don't know who it was, but someone did bend the Stanley Cup. Do you think from that point, do they have a 25 to 50 year dry spell as a curse?
1: Dude, the wings bent the cup. Yeah. A lot of people have bent the cup. And look, I, they're I, cursed. Yeah. Darren McCarty pissed in the cup. And yeah. he's cursed. <laughs> I think that was like the 90s way. It did. That was when he was actually, you know, woo McCarty. And then, he yeah. left, and then he left
0: the league and then he had to come back and it was the most beautiful thing ever.
1: And then he went- Oh, sorry, it really
2: was the most beautiful thing ever because honestly, he scored a really big goal. Either I don't remember if it was a really big goal or the first goal of the playoffs, but it was the, they against Nashville. He scored a goal that really, really mattered, and I think it, it might have just been the opening goal, but it might have actually been a, an equalizing goal. I just remember that from you know ten years ago. Wow, ten years ago now. I, I think
1: I think it was like game two. You no, know, because Alex showed me the video of the goal. Like like. Three days ago, honestly, yeah. it, it reminds me of the one goal
0: that he scored against Philadelphia way back when. Oh, so that's, that goal is—that's
1: like Gretzky, dude.
2: That's yeah, that that goal at that time in that town for this team, uh, that was there was a lot that that did that, that was needed, in that goal just
1: how do it's, it, it's the goal that
2: showed on replay, and it's it showed on replay not only because it's in the Stanley Cup, but it's just a pretty ass damn goal too.
1: Dirty, well, absolutely yeah. dirty. Uh, I. Yeah. Dirty McCurdy, oh my gosh. I I I know a guy that I actually met him once. I never I've never met Darren. I don't know if I'd how I'd feel if I met him now. I've met him. You've met him? When did yeah. you meet him?
0: When he was a griffin.
1: When when? Yeah. Yeah, I went to a hockey game. I well, actually met him. Oh how did you I what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never told me. This is ten flipping years. You it's, never told it's me. It's called a Zamboni tunnel, buddy. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I love Lord. It. Great all, move. All right, Thomas. Well, we know uh you know you got a lot to do cuz like us we uh, you work and we have to do this for a living you know, before we actually do stuff we, that we want to do for a living exactly right so we'll let you let you get some shut eye there and um have, hopefully uh hopefully you know we love you here at Davenport but hopefully you know there's greener pastures for you cuz you know you definitely uh, I'll be honest you deserve it more than anyone I I believe um, Thank you. I
2: appreciate that. It's very kind of you, Tyler, and it's and as you do, and as Davenport does, because they've they've been a, a class organization and a class school that's that's been great. To I, I'm going to say us. I'm assuming they've been as good to you as they've been to me, and and just hell, just giving us the microphone to talk is. It's just an incredibly nice gesture in my, in my book.
1: They, they, they gave me a mic, so they're pretty gutsy. I can say, yeah,
2: <laughs> you know, and actually I'm, I'm going to give you, I want to give you two more minutes because there's, there's something that we, we didn't get back to, but I, I do want to mention it because I, I was interested in your take. Cause I know you're a big Maple Leafs fan and on the Tavares deal where, I mean, the way it almost breaks down is that it almost ends up being, you treated John Tavares for Van Riems, like and Bozak. And are you better? I, I think, yeah, I think it's always good to be deeper in center ice. But was was scoring and forwards their problem? Or was it the lack of defense and a, and a good, non-tired netminder? Because it looked like Anderson just kind of wore out by the time the year ended.
1: Yeah, Freddie was really... Exa- well, he played 75 games, and you can't do that in today's NHL anymore. You can't be like Glenn Hall and play for five years straight. And it's- they also
2: didn't upgrade that position. Curtis McClellan, he's still going into the year as their,
1: their number two netminder, as far as I know. Well, the weirdest thing is that he had the best... E- out of all the goaltenders in the NHL, he had he led in save percentage. It's just I, I think Babcock is afraid, like I am too, because I've seen him play live. It's I'm you're afraid to let him play more games because if he gets tired out, then he has an absolute gong show of a game, and that's I, and that's why we're, the whole thing with Garrett Sparks maybe coming up is a huge issue. But I do agree, defense has been an issue, and that's why I think and I. Because if you wanted to get a big prospect, re-signing Bozak, you saw Bozak. He signed for five million dollars. That's a yeah. lot of money for a face-off specialist and a shootout specialist. I'll be honest. Right. Yeah. Van Riemsdyk, one-dimensional player. He can tip pucks. He can stand for him and Wayne Simmons are going to be beasts on the power plays for Philadelphia. Yeah. I'll be scared. Like I'm scared to death playing Philly now. We'll let alone JVR in front of the net. Sure. And losing Komarov, you lose the experience, you lose the grit. But there's so many players within the Marlies that can fill that void. For a well, and, lot less money, for, not, for yeah. less than $4 million. And
2: honestly, when your center iceman are Austin Matthews and, and John Tavares.
1: And uh, Nazem you know, Kadri, and the, like, Nazem Kadri. Don't forget Kadri. Yeah, and, exactly. You know what?
2: You don't need the best wingers because they're going to give them so many good opportunities that you don't necessarily need the best wingers.
1: Even though we have Mitch Marner, William Nealand, exactly right. and Exactly right. Exactly right. Which we saw. But yeah,
2: so, so you agree. A, a defense or a, a, a goaltender with a little bit more minutes would have been a preferred... Not that you're not going to take Tavares, but that would have been a preferred, uh, preferred choice, huh?
1: I don't know who else it really would have been. I wasn't going to pay three million dollars for Yaroslav Halak or Cam Ward or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's a, Like it's a, you, it's a, you, you saw, the goaltenders that were signed. I mean, Kudobin's making two point five million dollars almost. No, you're you're right on about that. But that's, that's how free agency true. works. though. we that's what we said. You pay too yeah. much for. Yep. Right, and
0: I Very think true. I think for Toronto, I mean, their their best bet right now is just to spend not necessarily the the least that they can, but make the smartest decision to get. Uh, a nice core of defense and obviously uh make a decision on their backup situation on who they can get for the least amount of money that's can be the most effective and play the longest in the season That's a, it's a great way of putting it I agree it's a yeah, good call.
1: So, so we don't want to keep talking about the team that's going to get 8 points against you guys this year so uh <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, you. Thomas. We'll let you go. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank and, you very much. Uh, you no guys problem. can me, guys. You, you guys can catch the uh, podcast Detroit in the Box podcast. It's on SoundCloud. Is it on Google Play and iTunes, Thomas? Or I, I don't
2: believe so. Just SoundCloud as an
1: now? Just SoundCloud. All right, you can catch it here on the SoundCloud website if you click the link on it. And uh, I think we're fo- I think we're following you. I don't know. It's probably one of our follows. We will check them I'm out. Good. Check them out. They're uh, him and Wall are really good guys. Definitely listen to them. Thomas, thanks again. And you have yourself a great summer, sir. And keep in touch. No problem. You guys too. Thank you so much for having me. Well, enough of that. No, I'm kidding. Really? <laughs> Sorry. No, uh, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: really? You just, you just had to bring up Jay Beagle. Jay Beagle. Oh, I thought no. I thought, I thought Don't you mention that son of a gun in front of me. You son of a gun. Okay, fetch. Okay, he he honestly gets paid. He's getting paid way too much, and they have to hit the cap floor, Alex. That's yes, they have to hit the cap floor, but. Spend. And they do Yeah, I know. Spend more money on more players, and and I'm talking about like, okay, you can take Jay Beagle on your team, but for less, and then spend the rest of the money that you need to get onto the cap floor, on more players, because unless unless they're, because he got what signed for four years, J Beagle, four years. No was it four or five years? Three for four or five years. 3 for 4 million dollars a year. That's right. I was thinking there was a four in there somewhere, but still 3 years. Okay, so you're signing Jay Beagle for 3 years. That means that in the next 3 years you're not expecting to do anything competitively because you're you're banking on the fact that well, we'll only have him for 3 years and after that or maybe we'll just keep him around for 2 years and then we'll sell him at the trade deadline or something like that. So you're you're going to be using the rest of your money to quite literally Wait for the better prospects. Wait for the younger guys well, to come Well, you know
1: in. Vancouver's not going to be that good. And I don't know how Thatcher Demko's going to do. Because Nielsen... How do you think Brock Besser thinks of this situation? Brock Besser is going to be the captain of those that team. He I is. they so, Austin Matthews. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry to him. I, I want to give him a hug and tell him it's okay. It'll be okay. Like, rock him to sleep tonight. Dude, that's... he's... He, well, he's awesome. That was the he's the offensive one of the enterta- That was the, one of the most entertaining games. Brock Besser versus Austin Matthews. Not the one in Vancouver, the one in Toronto. The, yeah, because that, that game, was the better game. That was such. Oh my gosh, Brock! I, Watching two of
0: the NHL's youngest stars going well, hat, head to head. That's that's. A hockey fan's dream, right there. Nope. You don't even need to know hockey. All you need to know going into that game is if, as soon as you sit in your seat, hey, there's this guy for the Vancouver Canucks. His name is Brock Besser. He's a great and prospect. And he's going to play anything. And then on the Toronto Maple Leafs, they have this great player. His name is Austin Matthews. Okay, everyone. Knows now watch
1: the, 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 that's watch the game. Barb- watch the game. I'm going to go into two things here. One, that's horrible. That like you had to explain. Some people, you actually had to explain what Brock Besser was. He was such a a great college prospect. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. You could
0: take any, you could take like the most casual hockey fan ever.
1: But yeah, I'm And they would still genuinely love that game for the fact that you had the two going at it. I'm saying like how everyone knows Aussie math. Like we always talk about the Eastern bias thing, which I, which I'm not going to hide it. Like Brock Besser, probably up until training camp, didn't know he was. He's a rookie and he's like, oh, he's scoring goals. He's doing pretty well for Vancouver. Vancouver's a playoff spot for a minute there. Brock Besser goes down, they fall off the playoff spot. Um, Oh gosh, what was the second thing I was going to say? Oh, Brock so whenever i go to a, so any hockey game i ever go to there's always a guy with the puck that you just hate seeing like my first game was against buffalo jack eichel when he had the puck i was nervous i was nervous that something happened and guess what something happened cuz he's a great player he's a fantastic player second game the one you and i went to Every time Ovechkin touched the ice, I was scared to death for everybody. He was hitting people. He, he was touching was, the puck. He was scoring. He was rude. He was in full-scale playoff mode, ready to annihilate the world. And it was one of... It was absolutely scary. Um, I felt bad for Freddie. Actually, and that, no, was,
0: was Freddie in? No, Freddie was in No, the, that was McElhinney.
1: The, remember, that was the back-to-back. Remember, they beat Buffalo the night before. Oh, that's, that's right. That's why we oh, Remember the guy... Remember the... Oh, no. No, because no, remember... Uh, Remember, um, at the border when we went across, it was like, that Evander King, no, the Rasmus lining guy, that guy's a, you know what? Oh, gee. <laughs> Alex is sitting there nervous at the line, oh my gosh, we're gonna get across the border, we're gonna get across the border. Hey, you watched the Leafs game last night? I wasn't nervous. Oh, yes, you were. I'm never nervous to cross the border. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Maybe it's just me. I have no, I have no reason to get nervous. I always get nervous. I just don't know why. It's always kind of dumb. Yeah. But it's like, of course, the Wings game last year, I was nervous because McElhaney was in net and... Ah, was, I know. Ooh. I know how mom felt when
0: watching me play. No, 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 no. You watching McIlhenny is one thing because he's a professional. Mom watching you play was a completely different thing because one, she, not only does she want you to not get embarrassed because you were fifty feet out of your net and you had to make a save, so you had to flash the leather because you're fifty feet out of your net. Throw my stick
1: or throw something. something.
0: She didn't want to be embarrassed because after you got scored on, she'd have to say. Good Keep it up! You can do it. I
1: believe. I love you. Oh, and then there's Dad in the corner.
0: <laughs> he wants to absolutely shred you to bits. And like, how do you pay, embarrass me? I paid good money for
1: those pads. How dare you? Thousand dollars. Sacrilege! Sacrilege! Salvation! No. What? Um Salvation. I, I, no, I, sacrilege. I went full-blown hunchback there. I'm sorry. Um, it must be when I was talking in the camp. Hunchback?
0: Uh, no, that would be um... salvation. No, not salvation. That was Hunchback it's, of Notre Dame. No, you, are you thinking of the scene where, where he like she's in the church and everything? That's not salvation.
1: Wasn't that? No, wasn't it the beginning of the movie? Oh my gosh, help me!
0: Oh gosh, wasn't that? I swear, wasn't that
1: Hunchback in Notre Dame?
0: It, it I know what you're talking about, but it's a, it's the, it's a wrong word. It's um. Oh gosh! Was that the one where he was
1: like fantasizing over her and all that? I don't think he was fantasizing over her. I think he was. You know which one I'm talking about, though. What you know yeah. which musical I'm talking about? Yeah, you keep talking. I'm gonna look that up. Um, man, yeah, gosh, it's I kind of dwindled down. Kucherov is maybe the biggest news. And what? When, when did Calvin Hahn get signed? A week ago.
0: Calvin Dahan. No, no, got you don't have to look signed... it up. You look up your thing. Hold on, I'm, hold I'm, on. Alex. I'm
1: just speaking Calvin Hahn to... got signed July the third. Man, it's the tenth. It's been a week since anything happened. Kucherov getting resigned was a. Hey. And obviously, there's no real push for Matthews. No real push for Marner either. Of course, Neelander obviously is the, in the terms of Leafs, I think that's their base priority now is getting Kneelander resigned, uh, getting Janssen resigned. Did they resign Marinson? Uh, we'll worry about that later. Um, there's a lot of RFAs for the Leafs. Uh, I think all the UFAs are gone, if I'm not mistaken. Placanix, Komarov, all of them. Uh, what are you looking up? If you look up the title, it's a very weird title. You're not going to play it, are you? No, I'm not going to play it. I'm just going to say that's going to be copyright issue or something like that. Yeah. Well, no. t- turn the sound off. It is my sound is off. Your sound is off. Okay. Yeah. Um, Gosh, what do you think I am? I just. No. I mean, well, now we. I mean, of course, we're going to try to figure out. We're going to bring. Out, we're going to try to bring on more guests. Um. Once again, thank you, Thomas, for coming on to the show. It was. It was it's always great talking to him. And it's funny because it's good thing he we had him talk about hockey because if it wasn't if we were just talking he'd be sitting there bashing us. Yeah, I mean, and calling
0: you Andrew. Hey, <laughs> and calling you Andrew. I was the best darn cameraman, Devin. I talked, I talked to Devin, and he's like, "Man, you leaving is gonna absolutely destroy my job force." And I'm like, "Heck yeah, it is. It's gonna destroy my. I'm, a, I'm it's gonna best. destroy my
1: hockey. Right. Who am I supposed to do lacrosse, Alex? Dude, I can't. I, mean, I,
0: I told to you. I, I told you. I told you I'm gonna be a contracted uh, uh, broadcaster. Told you, I'm gonna do hockey. I'm gonna do lacrosse games, hockey games, and uh, potentially wrestling. You better not be getting paid to do it. I'm getting paid.
1: No, Alex, because you can't, because you work another job. I can still get paid from my work. Like, on Saturday? One day a week? Yeah. I Saturday still would... night, Alex night, Davenport University here at the day I would still get paid. Yeah, well.
0: People that watch the that watch the stream would not know that I work
1: at a different place. Maybe, yeah. They probably think we all just work at it Davenport. It's all we do. Hey, the... um. Addie Bethune's parents probably thought that. Hey, Addie, Addie Bethune's dad loves us. I think I, I did. I still have those cheese
0: curls. I hope I threw those. No, away. no, you ate them.
1: I, I ate them all. You ate them. Hey. <laughs> oh, they were good at first, and then they sat in the bag for pro They sat in the bag for the rest of the season. So, hey. um, shout out to Addie Bethune's parents. Whatever their names were, did he tell us our name? Did he tell us his name? Was it Rob or something? Ron. Um, he looked like a mark. Maybe it was a mark. Maybe. Okay, everyone's listening right now. I was like, "All right, talk to about something hockey related." Okay, so uh,
0: I, okay, I want to talk about something hockey related. Um,
1: two line pass should come back. No, I'm kidding. Please oh yeah.
0: By the way, the word that we were looking for was
1: sanctuary. 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 Yes. There sorry. What do you think? Salvation.
0: Because it was an S word, and it is it's an, an, a it's an older and a word. couple
1: of value val, val, values.
0: Valves. It's been well, a long day. No, it hasn't. It's only 6.46. I got up at like one o'clock
1: this morning. You're a bum. <laughs> no, I'm not. I saw a guy running at two o'clock this morning. So? I was like, hey, I guess, you know. Do have, work. Do it before the sun Get gets reps
0: off. in. Dut, dut, out. Dut, dut, out. Um, but talking about um hockey, one thing I wanted to talk about is, do you
1: think there will have Yes, any... I think the Angel 19 outdoor hockey be cool. I mean, I think it's a bunch of crap. Hey, they tried a François Slapshot and I liked it.
0: They uh the Wii we game? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, of course I mean,
1: that was strictly
0: wee wee. But no, I was going to talk about well, obviously, for okay, first if we're going to talk about that game real quick, them quote-unquote bringing all new like superstars and all-stars from the past feature. The legends? Yeah, the legend. Oh, yeah, we're going to bring brand new legends. No, you're not. You're just bringing... It's the same thing, but a they couple years same, they ago. They did the
1: same thing. as 14, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 14. It was the last game we had on the PS3, yeah.
0: Yeah, because then you you had Gretzky. I had Gretzky playing on a, the Detroit Red Wings for a hot second. It was great.
1: Put him on the Leafs. That's what I did once, because, hey, put him with Phil Kessel. Dude, why not? <laughs> Gretzky over to Kessel every time.
0: It worked. It it was it was like one time works every time. It was like the Chicago Blackhawks a couple seasons ago.
1: Woo <laughs> woo party time cap hit. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Gretzky didn't play in a cap. <laughs> the, only, the only cap he had was on the water bottle that he drank while he was going by the bench because he kept playing forever. Yeah, yeah, that's about it.
0: Yeah. That was it. But talking about hockey, do you think there'll be any rule changes? Um, I would like to see all well, That's a good question. What rule changes would you like to see? Either going into next season trahapsody, or possible
1: traps. I'd like to get rid of.
0: That's not going to happen.
1: I, I don't. Here's the thing. I it was you know what? It was different at first because when I was a kid, I'm like, hey, a different rule change. Remember they tried the thicker red, the thicker red line, thicker blue line in the American League? Yeah.
0: And it that, didn't make a whole lot of sense.
1: No, it didn't because it was just like just oh, waste of paint. It's going to keep them on sites. No, it made no. it hard for them to stay on sides. Uh, just a waste of paint. W- the traps rule is just yeah, uh, you know. I don't see the point I let the goalies go to the net. I okay. Let I him think... go. And I'll be honest, and I'm saying this right now, as a goaltender, and yes, as I'm gonna have to have like a, a meeting with the head of the goaltending union after this on the board of goaltending union. Okay, sure. If, oh, if, yeah, sure. if you come out of the net far enough, you should be playable. You should be playable. So like yeah, okay, here's what I'll say. Ooh, I, I was oh, well, just... let, me, let me finish. Okay. So like the trapezoid, you can't get hit. Outside the trapezoid, you can get hit. If you go out like th- if you go out past the face off circle, the face off, the hash marks, you should be fair game. And I'm literally saying this as a goaltender who has played before. And I understand. Yes, you don't want to get hit while you're trying to make a save or whatever, but if you're going to come out and play the puck and you're trying to, try to be a defenseman, you should be able to get played like a defenseman. Been, I like getting physical. I like getting hit. You reason to hit the guy back.
0: I've been thinking about this and when I think about it, I I you know the key in a uh, basketball Like you have the, the oh wait, oh wait, oh
1: wait, the key, like I talked about the key of basketball, put the ball in the hoop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But no, like you have the, you have the half circle where at at the line, that's the free throw line. So consider that the goal line. And then you have the, a a larger outer circle in front of the net. And then
1: you have lines going. I don't want, I know what you're saying. I don't want that. And it's gonna look like a it would ball, look, it's gonna look like a broom ball rink in Canada, Alex. It would look bad, yes, but
0: that would give like maybe another two feet around the existing crease, and then you'd have lines straight back. So if a goalie was behind the net, they're not playable. But if they were
1: towards the corner, they're playable. Well, I remember because I remember I don't think they still do this, but they did the um, they did like an NHL prospects tournament, and literally the point of the tournament was hey, let's bring out some cool prospects, let them play you know in front of NHL refs, maybe some scouts. And, they, and then they, test they, rules like the the one the green, uh, the green line that there, was the one I was thinking of. There was the green line, and then there was also what was what was
0: another there was stupid the plexi, one. There was the plexiglass. The, spl- the plexiglass over well, so they the could freaking, see it. So they could see it.
1: Oh, bunch of bull! It didn't work. Well, that's why they didn't do it. And there were other rules. Like another one was you can't ice the puck even when you're on a penalty kill. Um, but like I remember, like that it just would make the game look funny. Like what? What if? What has basketball changed in the last thirty years? Since they a put, whole since, lot. Since they put the three point line in. Since they put the three point line in. What have they changed to the playing surface? What have they
0: changed to the playing surface?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Nothing. Well, I think the key has been the same. It's been the same size. Been the same size since the sixties. Well, they changed. Okay, with Olympic rules,
0: at least they changed. Well, the... that's but
1: that's okay. It's like that's like hockey. Then they change. Yes, they changed it for international. Granted. So for football, what do they change in the field? They don't change much.
0: Well, there's also a difference in they
1: change what the the kickoff line, the kickoff x or whatever. They probably change. Well, there's
0: that. well, well, if you're com- considering it from like amateur to professional, there's a different, like definitely, there's a a wider three point
1: line versus like just how in, in uh, high school like, it's right on the key, high yeah. school or college. And that's, the... and that's why I'm saying. Do we need to add more? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I understand where you're coming from with the Lions for the goaltender interference. For this, for this, that should be ref's discretion, which, yes, we're going to have issues with refs. ref's Yeah, because then there's people like, oh, well, this call from this game was this, and then
0: the other call was that game. So you can't leave, if you're, if you want to rule like that, you can't leave it to ref's discretion. And I think with the fast, the pace that the NHL and obviously hockey has, you, you might need a couple more lines here and there. It's It might look
1: different. You'll have to get used to it. Well, I definitely, I am still a firm believer they should get rid of the red line and just have icing be in your own zone. No, you don't get you, rid of the red line. Because if you get rid of the blue – because you, you have to get past the blue line and clear the puck. That's tough enough. No, there's – no, 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 no. There's – Ty,
0: keep the red line. That is the middle – that is the middle of the ice.
1: I mean, there's no – well, what's the point what, of the red well, line? Well, okay. Uh, with, with the exception of icing, what's the point of the red line?
0: Icing the fact that if the goalie crosses it, it's a penalty. Um, I thought it was
1: well. They should make that the blue line then. Just use the blue lines more efficiently. They are. Using remember, the, they used to do that in the GTHL, the Great Toronto Hockey League. That's what they used for. I don't know if they still do it, but it was all they didn't use the red line. You only, you could if you cross the blue line, you can clear the puck. Let me put it this way.
0: They're not getting rid of the. They're not getting rid of the red line. I know. If anything, they, me, if it, anything, they are going to. Add certain things and take away certain things. Kinda like how back in the day they had three uh three dots outside the blue
1: line. Yeah, in the Depression era. Yeah, exactly. So before they, the Maroons so, folded, before so, the Brooklyn, so when the New York Americans were still a team. Maybe they'll take away when s- the face off circle was in front of the goal. Maybe okay, here's one here's
0: one thing I would like to see changed. The width of the fake face off face-off circles in the zones. I want them smaller. Why? Because, well, you already have players that are scooching in from the circles, whatever, and obviously the refs are really like, keep it keep, keep them out there, or whatever. So if
1: you just make them smaller, well, the point is, Alex, if you look at a if you look at a hockey rink, if you take the inside of the so the so the edge of the circle where the hash marks are, and you put a line straight down to the other end, the face-off circle at center ice touches. That's the point. They want to try to keep everything in line and then when they go when they have the face offs you know the face off dots off the offsides face off dots they can use that as like a a visual a guide if you will no 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 i'm not talking about that i'm talking about the actual outer circle well that's why i'm saying making it smaller would kind of curf- like make everything kind of a disarray almost how it wouldn't change where it wouldn't, well, no, change, like where, said, it wouldn't like, change where the dot is no i'm saying that's like like i said they use the face off circles in the zones and at center ice to use as a guideline for the face off dots in the offsides that's what that's that's how it's supposed to work. They don't add circles in there because my goodness, if there's any more circles in there. You're gonna be looking at the Olympic rings in the in the neutral zone. So I see where you're coming from. I just want to clean up the ice. Gosh Almighty, Alex, how are they gonna put circles in in those minor league rinks? Are you kidding me? Those those poor junior rinks. There's no room to put any lines in there anymore. They got every single advertisement from every single store on that main strip leading to the arena. They need it. And probably four different car dealerships. They need it. That's what I'm saying. You put more lines in, you're going to confuse some people. The fact that the ECHL still does the blue GEICO post makes me... Bleh. They'll figure it out. Um, I, mean, they're prob- I mean, I think it's only because it's GEICO and it's their sponsor or whatever, but it scares me.
0: <laughs> it sure. separates the ECHL from the rest.
1: It's they're a- different. They are different. Um, what's another rule I'd like changed? Um, I'm trying to think of another one. Uh, here's the funny thing. The goaltending
0: linesman, I want to get rid of linesman. That's what I want. Explain. Okay, so obviously, if anybody's listened to Don Cherry,
1: those those suckers, they oh, tri- are you talking about the puck dropping? Yes, I agree. Those guys should drop puck sooner, and the league should crack down on that. The head the head officiating, they should that should be something. Hey, I think you are should... not the show. Drop but, the dang thing.
0: No, I think it should be with the with the faceoff dots and everything. It should be. One drop. If the puck drops, no, that's it. You can't bring it back or whatever. And, that's and it. And you
1: can't have the guy at center ice call it either. Let's let right. it go.
0: Exactly. You let, let it, go. it go. If you once the puck hits the ice, play is on. Right. Period.
1: And, and You shouldn't sit there for five minutes trying to make sure everything's perfect. Because guess what? I've never seen a perfect NHL faceoff. No. The only time I've ever seen a perfect faceoff was mini mites. Was novice hockey for Canadians. That's the only time, because you want to know why? Because you had the coach holding on to the kid by his pants, making sure he didn't get in the circle. Exactly, because mean, you, you, circle. you had to teach him. Exactly. And I mean, but you look at, you nowadays, look at you any face-off hockey. right now. You watch you, Thomas and I. There's like You watch face-off in the ACHA. Yeah, a linesman, if, if a linesman the, will fix one where thing. Where the linesman's then... right behind him. Guess right behind his butt. There are two heads right there. Right exactly. behind him. And just let him go. They're both in there. It's not like one sitting behind him, like over the line. I, it's, it's not the linesman show. The linesman should be, they should be brought, they should be not punished, but reprimanded. Is that a good word? Reprimanded for this? Mm, Rep, reprimanded. No. I well. think, I think they should be shown like, Hey, this is just play. Don't worry about it. It's not going to affect it. It will. I mean, you know what? If it does, it does. Great. But I don't, I've never seen a time where I do see a face off like that, where the guy dives into the circle. If, it's, if he gets the puck first, that's the winger's fault. That's the guy who's tying him up's fault. Yeah. Not the linesman's
0: fault. So and the linesman shouldn't have to worry about it. And, I mean, if you really think about it, what's the point of a faceoff? It's to win the win possession you of the puck for your to team. to win the game. You, you win possession for your team. So, I mean, whether or not they would, like, change the width of the faceoff circles in the zones or whatever. I mean, if a winger gets in there and he's the one that fishes it out and the... Centers don't do anything, like a tie-up or something like that. That's the point. Yeah. So whether a winger gets Unless it the or a center
1: afraid. does it. Unless the linesman's just afraid that the skates are and sticks are going to take him out. which happens, Then happens. get rid of the linesman. We'll have a robot drop it from the... Drone! NHL Drone NHL linesman! NHL hits! No, 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 no. Face off. Set. <laughs> Remember uh, from the Mario Sonic game? Yeah. The, the little floating cloud and drops. The- no, NHL hits version. Press square, punch the guy in the face, win the draw, break the wrist, walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. <laughs> break the wrist, walk away. Um, yeah, linesmen, I'd love to get them out of there. The only good thing linesmen are for is, and oh, one, one ref. I want one ref.
0: He's got to be now. Hold on, hold on. Or or timeout. Either you get rid of the linesman and you have only two refs on the ice. Period. Or you two keep... refs. Well, two refs and keep... one. Two or you refs. Keep... In, no,
1: two refs and one linesman. The guy just has to go from blue line to blue line. Am I wrong with the, with the fast? With how fast but that's everything why a is? Second ref. A second ref can call an icing.
0: No, I'm talking about like from blue line to blue line. Like if there's a lot of like neutral ice play or whatever. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to give put all my money on one
1: linesman. But this is what I'm going to say, Alex. I understand why you want to go with one ref, because then you have one point of view. Exactly. Because we grew up on that. We grew up in the IHL days, where it was only three refs. And the only time you ever saw it refs was, was in There the were HL. three officials. One ref, two linesmen. None Simple. of them wore helmets. Simple. Um, but here's the thing. Yes, you have two scratches, However, you only have one set of eyes. That ref's looking one way. Who's behind him? Alex? The video. Alex? The video. Alex, Carrie Frazier. He's the only ref on the ice. If you have a ref at center ice, we've seen it enough in the games nowadays. That was a cheap shot. He's calling it. That's a cheap shot. You uh, that just yes, I know. I accidentally just may have killed your argument. That's a you cheap un, shot. You understand what I'm saying? That's a cheap shot. It's a it's a low blow, but you need For it. those of you that don't know what we're talking about, look it up. 93 Look it up. We weren't alive, but at least Leaves would have had a chance to have a color photo in the finals. I'm sorry Where everyone's saying you're too young. You don't understand. You're right. I don't understand. I probably would have pillaged. I probably would have found Fraser's home and said, Frazier, that's fake gel. That's not real. Your hair is fake. You're wearing a wig. That was a high stick, you turd. That's exactly what I would have said. What are you yapping about? Carrie Fraser? Frazier. Why are you saying he's got a wig? Because his hair. Remember how his hair was always perfect? Well, Yeah. Like, I would say it's fake hair or it's fake gel or whatever. Just no, that's something that's, to that's, rile that's, him up. That's real gel, dude. It's it's. I'm trying to rile him up, Alex. He didn't need a helmet. It's like going up he to Crosby. He made it's like, one. It's like going up to Crosby. He didn't need a helmet.
0: <laughs> he made one. It's, uh,
1: Alex, it's like going up to Crosby saying, oh, you're a horrible hockey player. No, Kerry fraser has got great hair, but you say that to him just to rile him up.
0: But if you went up to Sidney Crosby and told him he's not a good hockey player, you would just laughing and be like, ha, ha, look at all my gold medals. Look, look! at my Stanley the Cups—the quadruple gold club. I win. Yeah, I'm the wiener. Ovechkin looks at me and is like,
1: "Dumb, dumb." He win. I will admit though, Ovechkin probably partied harder and with one Stanley Cup than Dude, Crosby he... has. Listen, no, he... Ovechkin partied harder in the one Stanley Cup he's won than all of Crosby's. Let's be honest. To be fair though, Crosby's very tame. He's
0: a he's a very simple boy. And also nice Ovechkin's freaking Russian. Those those guys, they know they know man, how to was, get it done. It
1: was great to see him and his him show the cup to his dad. You see the video of that Ovechkin? When he brought it home to him, and oh yeah, that saw. was that was sweet. That was heartfelt. Finally, looking sober-ish.
0: Oh, you you knew that in front of his father, he would he'd be sober. <laughs> he
1: like, yep, yeah, here we go. Here we go. <sighs> I have not been drinking, Dad, for ten days minutes but yeah I, I, I yeah uh, I mean so, then
0: again that that conversation after Tom Tommy he left and basically we set ourselves up to for failure because as hockey fans especially we we try to perfect the game and it, <laughs> there's there's parts of me that wants to perfect it and there's parts of me that just wants to keep it as simple and as pure as possible
1: and that's the really hard part is because with purity you miss things the game was pure back in 1980 in the Stanley Cup Finals or at, least, Gilly, or at least, or at least, but Clark Gillies was offsides, and it cost the Flyers the Stanley Cup.
0: Or at least, we think it's pure because it was a simpler time.
1: Yes, and we think we need to add to it to make it more efficient. However, it will never be perfect. Not like perfection is unnullable. Exactly,
0: unknowable. Excuse me. Un, unknowable. You said unknowable, like a, a like a marriage, un, like an annulment. No, no, it's like
1: unknowable. Unknowable. It's a null, unknowable, It's un, it's, a, it's an unnullable integer. It's impossible to achieve. Yes, knowable. Integer. Integer. Like a, like a like a percent. Like getting actually one hundred percent perfection. It is impossible to achieve. It's an unknowable possibility. It's unknowable. Perfection is never going to be there. Um, and that is the that is kind of the hard part of this game. I don't know, Ty. And, well, and here's the thing. So we're gonna keep doing them through July. Probably it maybe they may be shorter episodes. Let's be honest.
0: Yeah, they might be shorter because there's less stuff
1: to talk about. We'll try to find out things, but August. We're gonna have some fun in August. Oh, we're gonna get angry. Gonna be the ang- anger of August. Four episodes. Anger of August. One of the episodes will absolutely. Well, no, we're not, we won't. We won't spoil them away yet. We got because we have to come up with all four of them. We can't. We can't spoil Alex. Can't. We got to keep them on the edge. The Remember, edge. The edge. Can I give him at least one? No. Me and you were gonna fight over NBC. Okay. Well, that was an... If, if anyone remembers our first episodes, ones we deleted, they knew it was coming. <laughs> that <laughs> oh. one's coming. Oh, they know. Oh, they know, but then there's me other ones too, and so we're gonna do a couple ones. Other uh, keep doing once a week here on Tuesdays. Try to find other guests. Um, one I really want to find. I'm not gonna announce anyone that I'm gonna go look for because I'm gonna jinx it then. Um, but there are a couple that I want to reach out to. Um, we're gonna try to get some other uh, guys that like Thomas who do podcasts, especially for preseason stuff. Kind of get like a like a conference divisional preview stuff going around. Because there's a lot of you know regional podcasts that you know. A lot of teams that focus in the Pacific Division, uh, the Central Division, obviously Atlantic Division. We Metro. need to get a guy from Vegas. Just somewhere in the Pacific. Vegas would be kind of interesting. I feel like I, I a Vegas I, guy, a ve- strictly Vegas guy. Guys, I don't know. Uh, well that okay, eh, okay. We'll we'll see. To
0: bring to bring him in, maybe for like a quarter of an episode. Something like that? we'll see.
1: We'll like in twenty we'll minutes or whatever. It. Like we'll we figure usually. it out. But it'll be we'll figure it out. It'll be interesting. That's for sure. Right. Well.
0: That was another successful episode from the Keel Podcast. As always, I am your host, Alex Keel, and alongside me, the Insider of the Insider, Tyler Keel. We will see you next time.
2: Bye.